Today is the 4th of July, 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. And to those of us who are living in the States, I really do hope that you are going to have a fantastic Independence Day. I really do hope it's a good day for you all. Anyway, if you're joining us for the first time, let me say that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. But having explained how it works in general, let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? A God who is greater than the most powerful forces in this world, enable us to be still and know that you are God. O Lord, who answers out of the whirlwind of everyday life, breathe in us your Holy Spirit to strengthen, comfort, and guide us in the midst of the storm. O still, small voice, speak to us this hour, that we might become makers of your peace in our homes, in our communities, in our world. We pray all of this in the name of the one who calmed the raging sea. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, Saul and Jonathan were killed and Paul writes about prayer. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Loving God, please use the words in front of us today to open our eyes to your will, to your love, to your life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings for this week are taken from the New Revised Standard Version. And today we finish the book of Samuel. And we start with 1 Samuel 
30 and 31. Now when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, the Amalekites had made a raid on the Negeb and on Ziklag. They had attacked Ziklag, burned it down, and taken captive the women and all who were in it, both small and great. They killed none of them, but carried them off and went on their way. When David and his men came to the city, they found it burnt down, and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. Then David and the people who were with them raised their voices and wept, until they had no more strength to weep. David's two wives had been taken captives, Ahinoam of Jezreel, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was in great danger, for the people spoke of stoning him, because all the people were bitter in spirit for their sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. David said to the priest, Abiathar, son of Ahimelech, Bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought the ephod to David. David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue this band? Shall I overtake them? He answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake, and shall surely rescue. So David set out, he and the six hundred men who were with him. They came to the Wadi Bessel, where those stayed who were left behind. But David went on with the pursuit. He and four hundred men, two hundred stayed behind, too exhausted to cross the Wadi Bessel. In the open country they found an Egyptian and brought him to David. They gave him bread and he ate. They gave him water to drink. They also gave him a piece of fig cake and two clusters of raisins. When he had eaten, his spirit revived, for he had not eaten bread nor drunk water for three days and three nights. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong? Where are you from? He said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite. My master left me behind because I fell sick three days ago. We had made a raid on the Negeb of the Cherethites, and on that which belongs to Judah and on the Negeb of Caleb, and we burnt Ziklag down. David said to him, Will you take me down to this raiding party? He said, Swear to me by God that you will not kill me or hand me over to my master, and I will take you down to them. When he had taken them down, they were spread out all over the ground, eating and drinking and dancing because of the great amount of spoil they had taken away from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. David attacked them from twilight until the evening of the next day. Not one of them escaped, except four hundred young men who mounted camels and fled. David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken, and David rescued his two wives. Nothing was missing, whether small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything that had been taken. David brought back everything. David also captured all the flocks and herds which were driven ahead of the other cattle. People said, This is David's spoil. Then David came to the two hundred men who had been too exhausted to follow David, and had been left at the Wadi Basel. They went out to meet David and to meet the people who were with him. When David drew near to the people, he saluted them. Then all the corrupt and worthless fellows among the men who had gone with David said, Because they did not go with us, we will not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered, except that each man may take his wife and children and leave. But David said, You shall not do so, my brothers, with what the Lord has given us. He has preserved us, and handed over to us the raiding party that attacked us. Who would listen to you in this matter? For the share of the one who goes down into the battle shall be the same as the share of the one who stayed by the baggage. They shall share alike. 
From that day forward, he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel. It continues to the present day. When David came to Ziklag, he sent part of a spoil to his friends, the elders of Judah, saying, Here is a present for you from the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. It was for those in Bethel, in Ramoth of the Negeb, in Jitter, in Ariah, in Sifmoth, in Eshtemoah, in Rachel, in the towns of the Jeremiahites, in the towns of the Kenites, in Hormah, in Bor-Hashan, in Athak, in Hebron, in all the places where David and his men had roamed. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled before the Philistines, and many fell at Mount Gilboa. The Philistines overtook Saul and his sons, and the Philistines killed Jonathan and Abinadab and Malchishua, the sons of Saul. The battle pressed hard upon Saul. The archers found him, and he was badly wounded by them. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through with it, so that these uncircumcised may not come and thrust me through and make sport of me. But his armor-bearer was unwilling, for he was terrified. So Saul took his own sword and fell upon it. When his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he also fell on his sword and died with him. So Saul and his three sons and his armor-bearers and all his men died together on the same day. When the men of Israel who were on the other side of the valley and those beyond the Jordan saw that the men of Israel had fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they forsook their towns and fled, and the Philistines came and occupied them. The next day when the Philistines came to strip the dead, they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They cut off his head, stripped off his armor, and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to carry the good news to the houses of their idols and to the people. They put up his armor in the temple of Astarte, and they fastened his body to the wall of Beth-Ashan. When the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead heard what the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men set out, traveled all night long, and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons home from the wall of Beth-Shan. They came to Jabesh and burnt them there. Then they took their bones and buried them under the tamarisk tree at Jabesh, and fasted for seven days. 1 Chronicles 10 Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled before the Philistines and were slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines overtook Saul and his sons, and the Philistines killed Jonathan and Abinadab and Malchishua, sons of Saul. The battle pressed hard on Saul, and the archers found him, and he was wounded by the archers. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through with it, so that these uncircumcised may not come and make sport of me. But his armor-bearer was unwilling, for he was terrified. So Saul took his own sword and fell on it. When his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he also fell on his sword and died. Thus Saul died. He and his three sons and all his house died together. When all the men of Israel who were in the valley saw that the army had fled, and that Saul and his sons were dead. They abandoned their towns and fled, and the Philistines came and occupied them. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the dead, they found Saul and his sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They stripped him, and took his head and his armor, and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to carry the good news to their idols and to the people. They put his armor in the temple of their gods, and fastened his head in the temple of Dagon. 
But when old Jabesh Gilead heard everything that the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant warriors got up and took away the body of Saul and the body of his sons and brought them to Jabesh. There they burnt their bones under the oak in Jabesh and fasted for seven days. So Saul died for his unfaithfulness. He was unfaithful to the Lord in that he did not keep the commands of the Lord. Moreover, he had consulted a medium seeking guidance and did not seek guidance from the Lord. Therefore the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. 1 Timothy 2 First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayer, intercessions, and thanksgiving should be made for everyone, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. This is right, and is acceptable in the sight of God, our Saviour, who desires everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God. There is also one mediator between God and humankind, Christ Jesus, himself human, who gave himself a ransom for all. This was attested at the right time. For this I was appointed a herald and apostle. I am telling the truth, I am not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I desire then that in every place the men should pray, lifting up holy hands without anger or argument. Also that women should dress themselves modestly, and decently in suitable clothing, not with their hair braided or with gold, pearls, or expensive clothes, but with good works, as is proper for women who profess reverence for God. Let a woman learn in silence with full submission. I permit no woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She is to keep silent. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. Yet she will be saved through childbearing, provided they continue in faith and love and holiness with modesty. Psalm 30 A Psalm, a song of dedication of the temple of David. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up, and did not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you brought up my soul from Sheol, restored me to life from among those who'd gone down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, O you, his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may linger for the night, but joy comes with the morning. As for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. By your favor, O Lord, you have established me as a strong mountain. You hid your face. I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I cried, and to the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my death? If I go down to the pit, will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be gracious to me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned my mourning into dancing. You have taken off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy, so that my soul may praise you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to say prayers for the day and the time of the year. I know 
Just before we say our prayers for the day and the time of the year, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or email, and check the show notes for all the contact details. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who was praying yesterday for the Methodist Conference. Let's pray, shall we? Dear Father in Heaven, we thank you for the work that you are doing. We thank you for working through people of all kinds of and of all vocations, and through the many hearts that know your goodness. We thank you for the great work led by the Lord Jesus, who will overcome the world with patience and with gentleness. Lord, he will overcome the world, opening the door wide for all, including the poorest of the poor, to come to you. Grant that with the light that we have been given, we remain true and firm. Do not let us come into temptation, but deliver us from evil, Lord. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours forever. Amen. And our prayer for the time of the year. By faith I gaze up to the heavens and know within its vastness that this is your creation, planned and affected with an eternity. By faith I pluck an ear of corn and know within its symmetry lies the chemistry of life, the potential of creation within my hand. By faith I listen for your voice and know that the whisper that I hear breathes the world into existence, yet listens to the prayer within my soul. By faith I strive to do your will and know that the door I approach may lead me to shadows where my role is to become your light. By faith I cling to your word and know that the strength that I receive has its source within the love that is at the centre of all things. By faith alone. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.